Welcome, friends. Have we got another amazing episode for you coming right up? But first, I have something super special to announce and share. So here it goes. Are you new to gravel riding, road cycling, or racing, or even swifting, and are considering to take your current fit summer fitness to the next level? Well, fall and winter is the time gravel cyclists, road cyclists, mountain bikers can take their training performance to the next level. For big, long, grueling races like Barry Roubaix, Unbound, Reggie Ramble, Hurton and Halliburton, and the like, gravel cyclists, road cyclists, and mountain bikers need to step it up on the off-season in order to ride faster come next spring. Hi, my name is Sylvie Dow, your uh, podcast host, and did you know that I am a level three Canadian performance cycling coach turned gravel rider and racer? I have been coaching for almost 20 years. I have a woman's cycling club called Cycle Fit Chicks, who I've coached over a thousand women in that program, and also I have raced myself for eight years. I have been coaching this winter program that I'm going to share with you since 2005, and I've coached hundreds of people there in cycling skills. I am super excited to add a gravel twist to the program. But let's be realistic. Cycling is cycling. Hills are still hills. No matter what type of bike you are riding, it all comes down to how you ride your bike and the skills required to make your cycling riding and cycling and racing experience a fun and easier one. So this program is starts this fall, it's already started, and it finishes in April. So to take advantage of the program, I highly recommend that you jump in as soon as you can. Don't feel that you've already missed out. It's a subscription so we have people jumping in all the time. So don't miss out. So let me explain how and my winter online cycling skills membership works. So for a monthly fee, I provide a weekly live on Zoom cycling skills session. This includes pedal stroke efficiency, bike form, hill climbing, speed, strength, and much more. I organize a Saturday group ride on Swift, um, organize a Tuesday night interval and race session on Swift. We have an amazing Facebook accountability group. Uh, you have access to a real coach, and that's me. We start the training with four hours a week and move to six hours in the new year. This is to create a sustainable and achievable time frame for training and getting enough training in to make it count. Um, we are not here to overwhelm anyone with the amount of training. If you cannot get that in, it's not a problem. The real night you want to be tuning into is Thursdays for skills. You take the skills and apply them to whatever training it is that you are currently doing. We also have add-ons such as weekly strength training sessions and yoga. So my program provides or removes all the guesswork and questions around how and what to train. So many programs I found 
online simply provide training plans that are so complicated. You get them through automated text or emails with little to no support. And definitely they do not touch on cycling skills, which is the base of all things training. My membership adds the convenience and organizes the training for you. The best part is we train together as a community and it doesn't matter what level of fitness you are at. So that's the beauty about this. Everybody's doing their own thing. They have their own uh, goals, but we're all training together. So for more details, text the word cycling to 819-809-0999. That's text the word cycling to 819-809-0999. You will receive a text message with a link to the program and the sign-up sheet. So until October 31st, you have an opportunity to sign up for 50% off. So don't hesitate and don't wait. So here are some of the current goals of our clients who are in the program. And as I mentioned, don't think that you've already missed out. It's a membership. You can jump in anytime and get started. Um, so here are they are. Keeping my summer fitness. Riding 100K by the spring. Ready for spring gravel Grand Fondo cycling events. Better pedal stroke. Climbing hills faster. Improve efficiency on the bike. Again, for more details, text the word cycling to 819-809-0999. And I look forward to meeting you and helping you attain your winter training goals, no matter what they are. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Secrets to Saddle All Things Cycling Podcast with your host Sylvie Dow. And today we're going to be talking about training versus performance. More is not necessarily better. And why you shouldn't chase the many training miles and look at more consistency in your training. Now, this all goes to like I'm working with my clients right now. And one of the first things that we talk about are goals. And I talk about this all the time. The other thing is to respect the training plan and the fact that what we're doing right now is to get you consistently training at a certain hourly number. So what we're doing is um, we're working with four hours, right? four hours a week. I know some people are like, oh my God, that is ridiculous. I do that in one ride. Well, for my clients, um, we have a variety of people doing uh, we, with different goals. But here's the thing. You can't just go out balls out all the time and just ride without purpose. We have a structured program. So it includes skills, it includes a group ride where you're going to work on your skills, and then we have intervals. So that's three sessions a week. So for some people who have a busy life schedule with kids and work, sometimes this is this is actually going to be a bit challenging to fit in. Not to mention that we are also encouraging three 30-minute strength training workouts plus yoga. So if you think about it, you're not just doing three cycling exercises, uh, training periods, but 
we are also adding strength training. So you need to fit three times 30 minutes in plus a little bit of flexibility with yoga. So now that turns into six, seven, eight sessions per week. Now you're like, whoa, okay. How can I fit all that in? Well, that's where you gotta sit down with your schedule and really get true to yourself as to what it is that you want to accomplish this winter. Like, are you just all about the bike or have you decided to throw all sorts of other sports in there as well? Are you a triathlete? Is this your first season training online and you've decided for the first time to engage in, and sign up for a half Ironman, you know, which is completely, sorry to say, ridiculous. If you haven't done triathlete triathlons before, you're not a swimmer, you're not a runner, maybe you're a cyclist. Um, so it's, it's things like this that you start putting really a whole lot of pressure on yourself to accomplish when in reality it turn like right from the beginning it's completely unrealistic for your life and let's and another thing guys you have many 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 years to accomplish um anything you want in sports whether it is triathlons starting from sprints moving on to up to olympic distances and really crushing it um starting with gravel events and you know training to do longer gravel events, right? You started with 30K, now you want to move up to 50K for next year or maybe 100K. So all this takes time, right? And um, and so it has to be planned. You cannot fit all this stuff in in one season. It's just not realistic. So, you know, you don't want to end up at the end of your winter despite a ton of hard work and you get worse and you lose sight of your goals maybe you might end up injured sick whatever it is that you have caused a setback because you have not allowed yourself to um, acquire the proper recovery sleep and nutrition so if those aren't part of the equation in fitting everything in nothing is worth it because you're just not going to move yourself ahead like you would like to. And you know, I, I know I started this podcast like straight away talking about this, but in my winter training program, this is one of the things that I really encourage and I talk a lot about with my group is that, you know what, it is okay to just do an hour group ride, right? You did an hour group ride. That doesn't mean you need to do an hour 15 and an hour 30 to feel accomplished. We're working our way up to longer distances. So it's okay. You're done. You're done for the day. You've done your training. You There's no need to feel guilty. And that's a lot of things. People feel guilty that they haven't like hammered out three hours. You know, like, gosh, give yourself a break. The point is that you've gotten onto your bike and you've done your group ride. It's just like going outside. You want to get some some time in on the bike. You only have a certain amount of time available. So what do you do? You go out for a 30-minute out, 30-minute back. 
And I've done that so many times because that's all I have, right? My husband and I, we switch out. He does his long, you know, his running, his trail running. So he goes out for X number of time and it's not kilometers, it's time people. It's time in the saddle. It's training hours. And if you've ever worked with a coach that has provided you with a plan, it is all based on time. X number of training hours a year, X number of training hours a month to the week. And nobody talks kilometers unless you're going out for a specific distance, right? Um, it is basically all about time, an hour and a half, 70 minutes, two hours. So you can go anywhere and do a two hour ride. Now, that being said, um, you might not want to go out and do a hilly ride because you're going to go shorter distance in that time frame. Do you know what I mean? Like it's going to take you longer to do that ride. And you're like, oh my God, I only got like 20 kilometers in, in two hours. Okay. Well, that's good. Turn around, go home. So it's really important that you don't base your training on miles or kilometers, you base it on time. So if you have 10 hours a week, so where are you going to split that up? You're going to do three hours on a Saturday, um, two hours on a Thursday, uh, Tuesday, Monday, and where are your rest days? So it has to be broken up like that. And that's where it comes into having a training coach to help you manage your time. Because a lot of people just think like, you know, I'm just going to fit it in here and there. And then it starts becoming a problem where you work late, you can't get your training in, you miss it, or, um, you know, you've got family, you've got kids, you have to consider everything. Um, just so that you have life balance and, and, you know, things at home don't start breaking apart. So it's not all about, you know, those longer rides, the more intervals, getting another one in. It's going, doing what you're supposed to do, and then coming home and being okay with that. And then you allot your time. We have to talk, you know, back to recovery getting a good night's sleep, adding your nutrition, and stop with the FOMO. Stop following what other people are doing. That's another tip. Put together your plan. And that's why, another reason, that's why it's nice joining a program because their plan is in place and it, you can fit it into your, your schedule because it's, for the most part, if you get a good coach you're following, or joining, like our program, we do have trainings like every second to third week a day. Um, and it's specific and it's uh, intentional so that people progress in their training and not stay stagnant and, and uh, you know, they don't move forward. So for us, it's, you know, we've got everybody doing their FTP test. 
um, so that they have a benchmark as to where to start their training. So when we do our intervals, it's based on their FTP. Everybody's different. Um, you know, when they're group riding, they know their power outputs. And, and so that's really important. And it's for some people, it's just like, but I'm not that fast. I and mean, it's not about comparing yourself either. You have to do you. Put the blinders on and just do you. Okay, set up your benchmark, set up um, your training that's good for you, not good for all your friends who are retired and can afford to, you know, get on their bike for, you know, 10, 15 hours a week because they don't do anything else. <laughs> that's not you, right? Um, that's them. And if you try and keep up with them, you're going to regret it. So it's important to sit down with your schedule and map out or make um, it fit. If you're joining a group, like I was saying, like ours, we do Tuesday night, Thursday night, Saturday morning. And then, you know, everybody's responsible for fitting in their strength training, where it, whether it's at lunch, this is just 30 minutes, three times. So it's lunch before work. Um, and the like and maybe a couple sessions of yoga for 30 minutes just to keep flexible and you know keeping an eye on sleeping quality and uh, your nutrition so it's a lot to think about so when you're off instead so it kind of keeps you in check so that you're not off like following everybody else as to what they're doing and if you are how are you feeling? I mean, you might be feeling great right now, but guaranteed by January, I bet you're going to be a little bit tired. So it's important to set yourself up for success and be okay with it. Be okay with what you are doing. So I just, that's just what I wanted to talk about. You want to end up being a happy, healthy athlete at the end of the winter months since we're all going into winter, it's almost November right now. Um, and that should be your ultimate goal. So, you know, like right now for everybody, I would imagine it's kind of like a recovery rest period as we get into the winter. Um, or sorry, as we get into November, like everybody's kind of transitioning inside and then you know, you have a little downtime, a little rest time, and then December, you start picking it up, January, back into um, your full program. So with that, I hope that gave you a couple things to think about. Um, it's really, really important to put those blinders on and do you, right? Stop the comparison game. And um, so I hope that helped some somebody um, in their programming phase. If you're looking for a place to be part of a group that is scheduled and organized and um, can help you with everything I was talking about, taking away the, the um, you know, the question as to what to do, when to do, and how to do it, my program might be for you. So with that, if it is, if you're looking for a place, text the word cycling to 810. 
9809 Simply check it out. Um, and But I know there's a ton of other great coaches out there. Um, the nice thing about our program is that you have me to consult. We have a, a amazing supportive group um, online, which is really fun. Love doing that. So with that, have an amazing day. Have an amazing weekend. And uh, our next episode, I'm going to be talking about sleep and the different types of sleep personality. It's going to be super cool. So make sure you tune into that. That'll be on Monday. Take care, everybody. Have an amazing day. Bye. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Secrets from the Saddle podcast. Learning more about sighting people, places, and things that make cycling such an exciting sport. I am so glad you stopped by today. Please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful. Also, if you could please leave me a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving me an honest thought and an honest comment telling me what you think and most importantly, tell me what you'd like to hear more of. It would really help me to bring more great, inspiring cycling stories to you. Until then, have an amazing day. Make sure you ride your bike. And don't forget to visit my YouTube channel if you'd like to see the full version of this podcast live.